Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. For this Christmas episode, I'm continuing with another more contemporary poem, this time Sweaters That Go On Over Your Head by the Minnesota poet Keith Gunderson. I first read Sweaters That Go On Over Your Head when it was shown to me by a friend in graduate school who had met Gunderson and was excited by his poems. Gunderson, born in 1935, must have been in his 40s at that time. Sweaters That Go On Over Your Head is a memory of Christmas morning written in the voice of a child. The memory isn't a good memory, but then not every experience of Christmas is a good experience. Let's listen, but first, let me take a deep breath. Sweaters That Go On Over Your Head by Keith Gunderson When I was four, I got a sweater for Christmas that was blue and itchy and one of those sweaters that go on over your head, and I'd never liked sweaters like that because before your head gets punched through the head hole, you're in a dark place for a little too long, so you start to think it'll never be light again, and this new sweater, which was my Aunt Molly's fault, was the worst one of all because it had an extra small head hole like it was made for a grapefruit-sized head, so after my dad stuffed my arms through the sleeves and lifted the dark inside part of the sweater over my head and everything went black, he began to smash my head through the head hole, but I could tell by the feeling on the top of my head that it'd never make it, so I started backing out, but even my own mom tried to block my escape, and my sister Janice yelled about how she could help hold me, but they wouldn't let her... And then someone jerked the sweater back hard over my head until my head went through the head hole to just above my eyes where it stuck. So I jumped and twisted and got away from everyone's grabbings and ran blind and screaming around the living room and tripped over my sister's new doll and fell down yelling and crying. And my sister was shouting about her dumb doll that tripped me so my dad and mom finally joined my side and attacked the sweater and freed me from it and told my Aunt Molly, who'd been waiting to see it on me, that I'd try it on later and it sure would look cute, but I wouldn't even put a dangerous sweater like that in my present pile, and stuck it over by Janice's doll, and my aunt said to my dad, whose other name was Laverne, Laverne, you should have just yanked it over his head, he'd gotten used to it. And I heard her say that and didn't want her to babysit with me anymore. And during the next few years, there came to be a special drawer in my dresser set aside for those sweaters I got for Christmas and birthdays that were supposed to go on over my head but never did. And I wondered how they liked being stuffed in a dark place with no way out. I hope you experienced some surprise and even disorientation expecting a poem and getting this before that surprise turned to laughter. Had you seen sweaters that go on over your head on the page first, it just looks like a single paragraph, you wouldn't have experienced quite the same surprise and disorientation as you would have begun the poem, knowing that it looks nothing like a poem, but would nevertheless have had the delight of discovery as you caught on that it's a single rambunctious sentence. Gunderson called this and the other poems he wrote about his childhood memory in the same style prose poems, a common if somewhat oxymoronic term. I have mixed feelings about the term prose poem, though I don't know if it's the form I don't like or just the term itself. Prose and verse are two different forms of writing, and while not all verse is poetry, 
poetry, it seems to me, should look different on the page than prose. We say of certain beautiful passages in novels or histories or travel books that they're like poetry, but not that they are poems. Nevertheless, I don't hesitate to call sweaters that go on over your head a poem. But prose poem doesn't do it justice in my mind. Perhaps such poems, with none of the attributes of verse, could be called rhapsodical poems to distinguish them from verse poems, or just rhapsodies. But having a term for something is just a way of trying to confine it, and perhaps a poem like Sweaters That Go On Over Your Head is better left unconfined. Let's listen again. Sweaters That Go On Over Your Head by Keith Gunderson When I was four, I got a sweater for Christmas that was blue and itchy and one of those sweaters that go on over your head, and I'd never liked sweaters like that because before your head gets punched through the head hole, you're in a dark place for a little too long so you start to think it'll never be light again, and this new sweater, which was my Aunt Molly's fault, was the worst one of all because it had an extra small head hole like it was made for a grapefruit-sized head, so after my dad stuffed my arms through the sleeves and lifted the dark inside part of the sweater over my head and everything went black, he began to smash my head through the head hole, but I could tell by the feeling on the top of my head that it'd never make it, so I started backing out, but even my own mom tried to block my escape and my sister Janice yelled about how she could help hold me, but they wouldn't let her, and then someone jerked the sweater back hard over my head until my head went through the head hole to just above my eyes where it stuck. So I jumped and twisted and got away from everyone's grabbings and ran blind and screaming around the living room and tripped over my sister's new doll and fell down yelling and crying, and my sister was shouting about her dumb doll that tripped me, so my dad and mom finally joined my side and attacked the sweater and freed me from it and told my Aunt Molly, who'd been waiting to see it on me, that I'd try it on later and it sure would look cute, but I wouldn't even put a dangerous sweater like that in my present pile and stuck it over by Janice's doll, and my aunt said to my dad, whose other name was Laverne, Laverne, you should have just yanked it over his head and he'd gotten used to it. And I heard her say that, and I didn't want her to babysit with me any more. And during the next few years, there came to be a special drawer in my dresser set aside for those sweaters I got for Christmas and birthdays that were supposed to go on over my head, but never did, and I wondered how they liked being stuffed in a dark place with no way out. Until he retired, Gunderson was a member of the faculty at the University of Minnesota, not in the English department, though but in the philosophy department where he did important work in the philosophy of machine intelligence as early as 1975. That he could so well combine the serious and the playful is a tribute to his mind and his humanity. Today, everyone but comedians are so dreadfully serious that they're almost inhuman. I hope you enjoyed Sweaters That Go On Over Your Head and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media so that they might join you and me each week by the Fireside.